everybody. Welcome back to Hawk Radio. I am your host, Thomas, and I'm here with my good buddy, Patrick. Hello. And this is the Party On Podcast on Party Pastime, where we discuss, Patrick and I discuss the entertainment news that um, probably means important to us, more or less. Yeah. That's a fair <laughs> And welcome back, everybody. We were out for two weeks. I was out of town and I was on vacation with some family and friends. I'm happy to talk about that today. Um, Pat, I know you're excited about a little something that uh, your favorite shoe brand released. Want to talk about that real quick? Sure. Why not? Um, yeah, Vans recently did a giant collection uh, in collaboration with uh, Warner Brothers. Um called House of Terror, and they, um, it was a big, like, horror-themed collection that launched earlier in the month, uh, just in time for Halloween, pairs for a lot of stuff, uh, the Shining, let's see, there was The Shining, It, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Exorcist, Ooh, uh, Exorcist, Beetlejuice and Gremlins, I think, were all the brands represented. Right. Um, Beetlejuice and Gremlins, you can only get in the custom shop. You have to order, like, custom designs for them. And then the other ones were all just kind of, like, designs that they made specifically. Um, really popular collection. A lot of people are popping off about it. I know the Freddy Krueger Skate Highs um, sold out pretty quick. Oh. I've seen a lot of posts on the van subreddit and various social media accounts saying that they were getting cancellation emails warehouses were uh, not able to fulfill all the stock um I, I you know you know me when a van's drop is coming up that i i'm really looking forward to i'm always right there at midnight because they always drop at midnight eastern and uh, yeah i grabbed a couple pairs and a t-shirt bought a Bought the Nightmare on Elm Street t-shirt, and then I bought uh, an It pair and a Friday the 13th pair. The Friday pair is my first pair of slip-ons. I, ha- I haven't bought a pair of Vans slip-ons yet, so check that box there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, I, said this, I said this when I posted about it on Instagram. I wish they had been able to collaborate with more studios than just Warner Brothers. Personally, my two favorite horror movies are Alien and Scream. Right, right. Neither of which were represented, (laughs) unfortunately. I also thought it was interesting that they decided to go with old school It instead of modern day It. Um, Yeah. Excited. I'm out yet another sum of money (laughs) because of Vans just knowing exactly what I like. When are you never out of money with Vans, Pat? I mean... Has there ever, because you seem to always buy um, a whole new thing when Vans comes out. Has there ever been like a whole collab that you that you just weren't interested in buying at oh, all? Oh, yeah. I passed on, uh, let's see, I passed on Where's Wally and Simpsons both last year, because um, neither of them were. Simpsons, okay. That's... Yeah, they were really my, th- they had, none of the designs they dropped were really my thing. I passed right. on, I passed on SpongeBob as well, because um, there weren't too many there that i was super interested in right right um there have been a there have been a few things but most most vans collabs hit so like as a as a <laughs> as a general fan of the brand and as a collector i usually buy like one or two things right uh but yeah i i've 
especially last year when I was like taking a look at my collection and I was like, hmm, maybe I should chill. There were there were a few <laughs> things there were a few things I passed on. But then there were other things where I was like, I gotta buy those, like because they did a pair with Foo Fighters for their twenty fifth anniversary. So I've gotta buy those. Um, <laughs> they did a pair with Metallica, which I'm wearing right now, and yeah. Vans boy. <laughs> Uh, coming to me, um, I, I like I said, I would I we, we didn't have a show last week. I was out of town. I visited some family in in Maryland. Uh, some family I haven't seen in a couple of years. Yes. Some family I haven't seen since I was a child. So it was that that was a fun vacation. It's always the best. Uh, I, I have a cousin who's uh, twelve years old, thirteen years old. She's in middle school. She's going to start uh, high school next year. Yeah. Uh, she's not doing too well. Oh really? So one thing I promised her is that if I see good report cards this whole school year. Summer, I, I plan on going to to California to, to see family again. I'm gonna be going to I'm gonna be going down uh, over there for Christmas. <laughs> I, I just I want to eat more in and out. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. It's good. It's good. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna, but, I'm not but, gonna front. It's good. But yeah, one thing I promised my cousin: if she gets good grades, I'll take her to Cali with me. I think nice. it's a good incentive. Hi, it's me, your cousin. <laughs> I got good grades this year. <laughs> All right. I'll buy your ticket, Pat. <laughs> and um, it, then after that, I went over to uh, Philly, uh, met with a couple of friends, and we all went to uh, Stowe, Vermont, the little city. And uh, it was pretty cool. We actually hiked uh, some mountain, uh, hiked this really gorgeous mountain. We actually hit the uh, hit the little uh, top, and we knew it was because they had like this whole landmark there. Right. Um, really cool. Really cold, though. Oh, really bet. windy, too. Yeah, Vermont's cold this time of year. I feel like Vermont's cold in general, but yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's what happens when you're a Floridian. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'd rather be cold than hot, personally. Really, I've, I, I don't. I, I'd always be the opposite. People always, a lot of my friends always prefer being cold than hot. I always prefer the opposite for some reason. Yeah, dude. I, as a lifelong Floridian, I can't stand the weather here. <laughs> it's the middle of October, and like. Granted, it's not as humid as it has been right. for the past couple of months, but still, like, if I can take, if the 10-step walk from my front door to my car causes me to sweat, that's whack. That's stupid. Like, so when I was in California, you know, it's it's dry there, I noticed. It makes sense. All the fires and stuff fires like that. Fires and, and let's not forget the um, but, drought that they're facing, too. But it was refreshing as like someone who doesn't live in a dry heat climate right like it was nice to walk outside and be like oh it's 90 degrees outside but i'm not sweating and i like that can be a little bit dangerous sometimes because you really got to stay on top of your hydration but right uh, whatever i I live by hydrate or hydrate (laughs) so like i'm always drinking water bro like I'm a Hydra homie, <laughs> but if you follow that subreddit. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, that's my tangent. <laughs> so we'll be, uh, we'll, we're going to go on a quick break, everybody. Coming up, um, Pat and I are going to discuss some uh, recent lawsuits that uh, Disney and Marvel have been facing. Uh, one yes. with Charles Johansson, one with the uh, Steve Ditko estate. I know you Welcome back, partiers, to Party Pastime. Patrick, Marvel and uh, Disney have been seeing some lawsuits recently. Yep. Um, off-putting in some ways, 
other uh, other reasons it, it does seem uh, logical um, one in particular I, I've been following more closely than the other uh, this whole thing with Scarlett Johansson yes and and not really with Marvel but, but with Disney yeah um, if, for those that don't know what's going on uh, long story short contractual obligations got involved um, Black Widow was released on Disney Plus with premium access. Yeah. And, uh, of course, when that happens, the movie didn't really... It made its money back. It was still released in theaters, but Scarlett Johansson on her contract had a set paycheck. And, uh, of course, because the movie was set on Disney Plus, the movie, unfortunately, uh, her paycheck, she unfortunately didn't get to see that. Yeah. Um, but, recently... I know, I know they settled. They settled. Scarlett Johansson, a uh, lawsuit settled with Disney. She will receive $40 million, and she's uh, on slate to produce uh, a Tower of Terror film that Disney has been uh, working on for a while, and she's actually been um, credited as producer for a while now. Um, this is what Alan Bergman, who is the chairman of Disney uh, Studios Content, said. I'm very pleased that we have able to come to a mutual agreement with ScarJo regarding Black Widow. We appreciate her contributions to the MCU and look forward to work together on a number of upcoming projects, including Disney's Tower of Terror. Johansson launched uh, the lawsuit after Disney opts for a hybrid release for Black Widow, claiming her fees were based on the box office performance of the film. The current global box office revenue stands at $377 million, but the film suffered from a pretentious decline of 67% in its second week. Yep. That's what happens when, when you do premium access, Disney. Nobody likes it. Nobody. I think we can agree nobody likes this premium access, but they still do it. Yeah, I mean... I wouldn't mind premium access if it wasn't thirty. Thirty freaking dollars. What's the deal with thirty dollars, like, bro? I understand that if you're like a family of four, it would be cheaper to buy the. But if you're living alone, but if you're you're living alone by yourself, yeah, I just really no point in doing thirty dollars. I watched Black Widow by myself, dude. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna pay thirty dollars for that. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's streaming everywhere now, right? Like it's like you can just I, you don't I need premium access anymore. Right? Yeah, I, I believe the, I believe after um a certain time premium access did end for that movie, because yeah. uh, like, I I believe the movie is about to be released on a DVD and yeah. some kind of physical release soon. <laughs> but it's happy to hear um that has been settled. Um, I, I know there were um speculations going around saying that Disney might have to replace ScarJo if they want to bring back Black Widow or something. Right. Or anything li like that. Um, Kevin Feige has actually been a, a, a pretty good advocate uh, with Scar Joe, saying that yeah, how Disney treated this film release w w was not good. Yeah. Which props to, props to him, man. If uh, if your producer says that, you know you're in trouble. Yeah, for sure. But that's about it for, for that lawsuit. Everything has been settled. She's still going to receive her paycheck, and she is still going to work with Disney. Um, I think it's safe to say that they won't replace her if the speculations were true weeks ago. No, I don't think they'll replace no. her. But also, what more could they possibly do with Black Widow? Yeah, I mean, exactly. She's dead. Yeah, I mean, unless they like, do, unless they want to do flashbacks of scenes that we haven't seen, some something in the timeline. Always with the flashbacks. Exactly. But moving on to that, let's move on to another lawsuit. This one is solely with Marvel alone. 
I'm gonna let you take take from here, Pat. What is going on with this Steve Ditko estate? Who was Steve Ditko in the first place? Steve Ditko is the co-creator of Spider-Man with Stanley, mm-hmm. as well as several other characters. Uh, the estate of Steve Ditko um, is suing Marvel in an attempt to get the rights of Spider-Man, the character Spider-Man, from Marvel and awarded back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Ditko died in 2018, so uh, they are suing on his behalf. It's basically his family suing on his behalf. Um, and that's kind of... That's, you know, that's that's what's happening, you know? The estate of Steve Ditko is suing Marvel to get the rights of Spider-Man back uh, in their hands. Marvel, of course, alleges that any characters that were created by, like, Stan Lee and stuff while they were working for Marvel were mm-hmm. created under contract. They're not yours. That was, you know, that was contract work for Marvel. So mm-hmm. they're ours, right? Um, and it's it's interesting because I feel like if you create a character, you should own that character. Mm-hmm. At the same time, that was what you signed up for. Yeah, that was that was your contract. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks, but it's sort of legally binding. At the same time, you know, I I do get it. My my big thing is is everybody is talking about how you know, oh, Steve Ditko didn't make the money that he deserved, and that's completely true. And everybody's, I see a lot of people talking about how like oh well well you don't know that steve ditko you know wouldn't have wanted this and to those people i say i do know steve ditko didn't want this because from the time he retired from marvel in 1968 to the time he died in 2018 steve ditko didn't sue marvel (laughs) for the rights of the character right he had a long time to potentially do this i think i i don't think it was ever about the money for steve I really don't. I like I, I think Steve was just happy with what he mm-hmm. I mean I can't speak for Steve of course. But I feel like he was just happy to have his creation out there and meaning so much to so many millions of people. Right. Spider Man's iconic. Um I don't know that Marvel would lose. But if they were to lose, then the estate of Steve Ditko then decides who gets to do what with Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. now, from what I understand, um, if if um, Marvel does lose, uh, Disney will have to share ownership with um, um, with these characters when it comes to the movies. From, from, from at least from what I understand. Well, uh, they just wouldn't be able to use Spider-Man at all, mm-hmm. un- unless the estate of Steve mm-hmm. says so. So. Because Disney owns Marvel, but, you know, Marvel owns those characters. You know what I mean? Like, those are... It's kind of complicated. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, yeah, assuming they the estate would win, um, Spider-Man anything would kind of be on hold until the estate decides who to distribute the rights to. Mm-hmm. If I were them, I would just sell it back to Disney <laughs> and get, you know, a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. I just, it feels 
weird that they're doing this now and on his behalf. I don't want to say it's the family looking to get a quick buck, but it is kind of interesting that, you know, the man himself didn't sue for, what, 50 years? And now they're doing this? It's a little weird. It, it would be, it would just be weird because, like, Spider-Man would effectively be put on hold from pop culture for mm -hmm. an undisclosed period of time. Right. And then, like, any, like, let's say they don't just, let's say, like, they don't sell the rights back to Marvel or back to Disney and they go with somebody else. Everything that Disney has in motion with Spider-Man right now no longer exists. Mm. Like, they have to stop doing it. Like, whether they want to or not. Mm -hmm. Unless they... Uh, <laughs> unless it's like a triangle type deal where they then buy the rights back from whoever the estate sells it to mm -hmm. provide it's it's weird mm -hmm. yeah i don't know that this has developed too much in the past couple of weeks i haven't been keeping mm -hmm. tabs on so, it uh do you know um who his family's being represented by no um mark Toboroff who, um, and this is from the Hollywood Reporter, it says, who once famously represented Superman creators Jerry Siegel and Joe Sh uh, Schuster in an unsuccessful termination attempt against DC Comics. Yep. Yep, they tried, they tried to get the rights back from, to Superman back from DC. And they lost. <laughs> I imagine this going <laughs> similarly. Um, yeah. So, so do you think the the the, the, the Steve Ditko's estate and family will will lose this lawsuit? I think it's highly likely. Mm -hmm. I don't like. I don't see. I don't see them winning. Mm -hmm. If they do, I'm good for them. But I don't see them winning. Right. Honestly, with Di with Disney's lawyers and the fact that you know, Marvel has you know that contract like anything you make with us is under contract it's not yours it's it's ours like you made a property for us um yeah complicated situation <laughs> to say the least right have there been uh, any updates since then or is this is still um ongoing i really haven't heard anything i mean mm -hmm. i haven't been actively looking like in the past like two or three weeks, I really haven't heard mm -hmm. any developments. I don't yeah. even know that it's I don't think it's even officially gone to court. Right. Yeah. Like I don't think they've had first proceedings or anything. I think they're just either have filed or are getting ready to file. Okay. I guess. I don't okay. Know. Right. Should be an interesting legal battle. <laughs> mm-hmm. If they if they if they do end up going to court, this I think I think this will get really interesting. But yeah. from what it I'm seems sure, like I'm, I'm sure they'll go to court. I just don't think they'll win. Mm-hmm. That's the you know, that's just my two cents. Mm -hmm. I haven't uh, heard anything from from Feige what, what he thinks, um, but uh, but but knowing him, I'm sure he has uh, his two cents on on, yeah, on this whole sure. thing. You know, and I, everybody everybody who works at Marvel right now is definitely like, hmm, <laughs> the estate of Steve Ditko is trying to get the rights to Spider Man back, <laughs> eh? And they're all like, I'm sure they're all ruminating and you know thinking of. Possibilities, and all right? Because Marvel always plans like thirty-two steps ahead. <laughs> you know. 
Well, that about does it uh, for, for this segment of uh, Marvel Madness on Thursday here on Party Pastime. Uh, we'll keep everybody updated on this Steve Ditko yeah. uh, lawsuit happening. I'll watch it more closely as right. the weeks go by. But yeah. Legal proceedings take mm-hmm. a long time, mm-hmm. as we saw with Apple versus Epic. So. That's I forgot about that. I really forgot about that. Yep. But then again, I really don't care about Fortnite. <laughs> I mean, me neither. But I was watching that legal battle very closely because mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that they both lost. <laughs> and in a way, they both did. So, nice. <laughs> um, be sure to tune in, tune in, everybody. We'll be back uh, on a quick break with our after-party show. We're going to discuss uh, and do... We're going to review and do a spoiler talk of... Venom, let there be carnage. Oh, boy. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, everybody.